This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Mike Sedita. Hello out there. Welcome to episode 102 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. I am joined today by Dr. Vanessa Bay. She is with Century 21 Beggins. She's a realtor. How are you doing today, Vanessa? I'm doing amazing in yourself. I am doing, I wouldn't say quite amazing, but really, really good today. Uh, busy, busy Tuesday around here for us with the podcast. And um, I don't know how familiar you are with the podcast. Basically, the Good Neighbor Podcast was started in 2020 as a way for business owners to talk a little bit about their business in the community and let people know what they do. And now in 2023, three and a half years later, the podcast is national. We're in Denver, we're in Atlanta, we're in Virginia. We have a whole bunch of uh, different businesses we talk to. And here here in Tampa, I am the person who gets to talk to business owners and entrepreneurs like you. So tell us a little bit about your business. What do you do? Well, thank you so much for that background information. And you are amazing with all of that you've done so far with the podcast. So um, I am Dr. Vanessa Bay. And again, I'm with Century 21 Beggins in Brandon, Florida. I am a licensed realtor. And what that means is that I help people in Tampa, Hillsborough County, different areas to help them buy a home, go through the um, approval process, uh, look for a home, get qualified, and um, take them through the process, holding their hands to see them through with uh, becoming a first-time home buyer or a second-time home buyer. So let me ask you a little bit about your personal journey. I mean, have you always wanted to be a real estate agent? You are a doctor. Um, what other, like, what, what got you to this point? Was there something else you were doing and that you made the career change to real estate? How does that work? So um, for the past 20 years, I've been in the field of social work. I have my master's in social work, and I recently graduated in 2020 with my PhD in human services with a specialization in clinical social work. I love helping people. I enjoy seeing people achieve their dreams, no matter what area of life that is, whether it be real estate, mental health, physical health, um, um, just health in general. Um, I enjoy helping people. And so in coming into real estate, it was about uh, maybe six years ago, I met a woman that was in real estate. We spoke and I was just really talking about my desire to want to help um, women with children who struggled with becoming homeowners or just really were told that you can't get it because you're having credit issues or because you are you know, far behind the economic you know, status quo. Um, what got me here is just the determination that when I was finished my PhD in 2020, that I would move on into this journey into real estate. And so I got started, I did my fingerprints and here I am. And what I like about being a licensed realtor here in Florida is because I still get to do social work. I'm still helping people and I bring this exquisite amount of experience social skills, social work skills, communication skills to be able to work with families because buying a home is one of the most critical decisions that you can make in your life outside of having a baby, right? So I get to do it all. And it's it's a great suite um, of um, skills that I have to bring into this space. So um, I hope I was able to answer 
your question with that. That's why. I yeah, no, there's definitely some synergies to, you know, the wanting to help people, whether it was as, a, you know, doing like community outreach stuff versus doing real estate. They both help people in their community. They both help people grow their person, you know, have some personal growth. So, yeah, there's definitely a connection there. I could see why you would transition from one to the other. Tell us a little bit about, you know, what's a, a myth or a misconception that you run into when dealing with, you know, well, let me ask, let me back up for a second. Do you mostly deal with buyers or sellers at this point? So right now, I mainly just deal with um, people that are looking to buy. So do you, what's a misconception that you get from people when you're working with them as, as a buyer's agent? Are you, you know, are, are they having a certain expectation where you have to kind of educate them? Tell us how you work through that. So one of the misconceptions that I found with the um, vast community of people that I've been working with is that you need a high credit score in order to qualify to purchase a home and coming into real estate um, just a little under uh seven months ago, um, I, as far as working with Century 21 Baggins, I learned that um, in, in many instances, you can have a 640 credit score, you can qualify, and there's resources out there such as Hometown Heroes and other different creative financing that you can get into. So that's one of the big ones because a lot of people are like, my credit score is not high. And I'm like, no problem. Nowadays, we offer creative financing that could help meet those needs. So um, that's one of the things that I've been able to educate um, individuals on. And they've been very happy to know that. And it helps them to get started, right? Even if they're not fully ready with everything else, that's one of the things that they can cross off their list and say, you know what? I've got a 640 credit score. What's next? And they can tackle the next thing. So do you do you work with, um, do you have like a group of lenders for different types of buyers? Or do you basically work with a lender that you're comfortable with that does the majority of the list, the majority of the sales that you work on? So the beautiful thing about being at Century 21 Beggins is that we have an array of different lenders that we work with. Um, and it's it, and that list is able to um, help a ton of people. So, for example, I normally when I'm working with someone, I will give them one or two people. Right. And give them the freedom and the opportunity to say, here, talk with, you know, um, Mac Mortgage, right? Um, who I've had the opportunity to sit with and meet with you, you know, or talk with, um, 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 wow, I'm getting tongue twisted. Um, um, I'll come back to it. We That's have okay. a list, we, we, we have a ton of, um, people and it'll come back really, really quickly that will say, I'll say, you know what, try these two people out, see which ones meet your needs. If you resonate with what they're sharing with you, you know, you can have an opportunity to choose with who you want to work with. And so that's the beautiful thing about um, working with Century 21 Beggins, as far as I know of, that we have a ton of mortgage lenders and providers that our buyers um, can choose from. Yeah, I know the guys at Mock Mortgage, they they do, they're very creative with getting people bought and they do a nice job over there. So you definitely work with them. So what what else, um, you know, when you're not doing real estate, I know you have a big family. Uh, what do you do for fun other than chauffeuring kids around from event to event and making lunches and um, going to kid functions? What do you do for fun? So for me, um, I enjoy skating. 
I enjoy hanging out in nature. I love to go to the park. Um, I enjoy obviously spending time with my children, but probably skating, writing poetry, and once again, talking to people to help them sort through uh, their problems. Um, and while that's not fun, I just have a tendency, people flock to me, they call me, Dr. Bay, can you help me with um, how to eat better? Dr. Bay, can you help me with um, doula services? I mean, from so many different facets of life, I get people who don't even know me, strangers, you know, will just ask me for help. And um, sometimes it's a lot of fun because they're happy and they walk away um, better than they came. So I enjoy that part. Okay. So when you say skating, what are we talking about there? Are you like on a skateboard? Are you ice skating? <laughs> No, I am roller skating. I enjoy going to um, United States of America, which is in um, Armenia and Tampa. And I enjoy going to, um, there's another roller skating ring um, right down the street from my office um, in Brandon. So, all right. So now I got other questions from that. So now when you are, are with the skating, are you going to like an old school roller rink? And is it playing like Donna Summer, like, uh, like disco or is it like modern or are you just go in there, you know, kind of when it's quiet or you go in there with kids, what's the vibe like at the skating rink? All right. So you're getting low personal. I'm giving up my secrets now, Mike. So right, well, listen, I, this isn't Dr. <laughs> Phil, but we do like to divulge into some of the deeper, darker thought processes behind our business owners. I do. So um, I go to um, Soul Skating, which is for um, 18 and older. It's called um, uh, Soul Skating. So it's for the adults. It's for the grown and sexy. And I mean, um, it is a really, really great space. It's from about eight o'clock at night to 12 midnight um, on a Sunday. And so it really gives me a time away from the children you know, away from the hubby, uh, you know, and just allows me to be in my element. And I really enjoy it because when I'm skating, there's young 18 year olds, 20 year olds, but then there's even skaters that are like 55 and 65 having an amazing time. And everyone is just truly enjoying themselves completely. Well, I mean, that's, that is definitely pretty cool. So is your husband not into like, this is the skating is like, your husband takes the kids and you kind of go off and do your thing. Well, I will say that my children are pretty self-sufficient. So they're, everyone is at home on a Sunday night uh, getting ready for school. And um, I am uh, not often. I don't do it every Sunday. But, yeah, when I want to get away, I definitely grab my skates, head down to Armenia, and I'm there. And I have a really good time. And. Yeah, it's um, it's my time away. When I was younger, Mike, I always went to the skating ring after school on the weekend. So I really enjoyed it. I'm not the best skater, but I enjoy skating. It's great exercise and it releases a lot of healthy endorphins. So I love it. I am the worst skater. I was a little fat kid. I have knock knees. I'm terrible at skating. I mean, I like riding my motorcycle, but that propels itself. And if I fall, I'm probably just not going to recover at all. So if I was I, any kind of skating, I was absolutely terrible at it. I'm so uncoordinated when it comes to that. So I couldn't bend my knees right. I didn't know how to press off right. I would fall nonstop and lose my balance. Wow. Do you, do, would you laugh? Like if you see someone like me just skating and falling, do, are you the kind of person that goes over and says, hey, let me help you up? Or are you afraid that, like I would drag you right down with me. You would be 
it, it would be it would be no good. It would just be I'd be like, oh, thank you for the helping hand, and then I would pull you to the ground with me. So let me tell you something. When I'm skating, Mike, I'm like, if you don't know how to skate, please stay away from me. I don't want to go down. Um, I've I've gone out skating, and I'm telling you, there are major adult tumblers. They're falling all the time. But I'll tell you something about skating. It is a part of skating. So no, I don't laugh when someone falls because it is inevitable. You are going to go down at least once or twice. And so you just kind of get back up and you keep it moving. Um, one of the reasons why I don't laugh is because you can, you know, end up hurt. I had a friend that went out with me and she broke her ankle and uh, she stopped being my friend because it was her first time out. And she thought it was because I asked her to go. And then her first time out, she fell. And I was like, you're supposed to, you know, use your, um, there's like these things that you can use to help for new skaters. She didn't use it. She was being, you know, very ex explorative and she hurt herself. Stubborn. So, you can um, say it. She's being stubborn. She's not a friend go. anymore. She, she has to um, own it. <laughs> extremely and i was just like you know why am i why are you upset with me i didn't make you fall but hey <laughs> yeah i wouldn't be upset i mean that's kind of all right so that's you know listen we can get into the whole psychology of that that's not really a great friend but um <laughs> you know if you're trying to bring somebody along and keep them active in what's going on and they have an accident to blame you for it i mean that's just a little bit silly but i'm glad that this is the place everybody needs that place to go especially entrepreneurs who have all these different things that are coming at them every single day need, they need a place to go to be able to kind of let off that steam to help them recharge their batteries. It's great that you have that um, as an avenue for you. So the, I guess the, the next kind of question that would come from that, now that we know you have a place to go to let off steam is, has there been a time in your life where you've had a hardship or a life challenge that you were able to rise above and can now say, because of that challenge, you're better for it or stronger for it? Um, yes. And before I answer that question, I would like to say this because I had a brain freeze earlier. I do want to say that um, New Destiny Mortgage is another uh, company that we use, Thrive Mortgage and Velocity of Money. So I did want to say that because I literally got stuck and I wanted to be able to acknowledge these were amazing mortgage lenders who helped me so far. We're working on my pre-approvals for my buyers. And go to one more time. You said Mock Mortgage, New Destiny, Velocity Mortgage. What was the last one? Velocity of Money and Thrive Mortgage. The Copeland team um, is my go-to for pre-approvals um, as well. In New Destiny Mortgage, Scott Smith, he is absolutely amazing, a one-of-a-kind uh, mortgage lender, and I enjoy using him because he's down to earth, he talks to people, he doesn't talk at them, and he works with them every step of the way. So I just wanted to kind of mention that. Well, listen, as a realtor, you definitely need a team. I mean, there's home inspectors, there's title companies, there's mortgage folks, all of those people make up great teams. And then having all the other services like AC people, painters, it's vital to have those resources if you're, if you're helping people. Absolutely. Um, and to answer your question about when I had a, a difficult time where um, I had to overcome, right, a difficult challenge in my life. Right. 
So recently, um, I did some work with Hurricane Ian Disaster Relief. You know, I shared with you that my background is in social work. So um, normally I've done social work in the um, schools, agencies, nonprofits, as well as the prison institutions. But it's my first time here in the state of Florida doing disaster relief, working in a shelter um, down in um, in um, Fort Myers. And... Um, the challenge for me, Mike, was um, I had a young lady there who normally just needed some basic care. I'm helping her along the way. She seemed to be doing well. I referred her over to another um, crisis counselor. Well, she didn't want to work with the other crisis counselor. And as a result of not working with me, she began to decline. She declined so bad that she literally wanted to die. She she gave up because when I was working with her, I was empathetic. I was non-judgmental. I spoke to her like a human being. I treated her with a high level of care as she should. And I remember the staff saying, Dr. Bay, we need your help. She won't shower. She won't do anything. She won't eat. She won't do anything. And literally, Mike, it was super hard because there was this moment where she wouldn't, she had kind of like really given up. She reeked in her in smell and everything was so bad. I literally had to step out of my normal social work, you know, hat and go in and be like a mother, go in and be like a, a medical support person and be a motivator to encourage her because she literally was ready to give up. I literally had to go with her to, to do her shower. And after that, she said, Vanessa, she said, thank you so much. You saved my life. She did not want to go talk to anyone, live with anyone. When I was finished with that shelter, we were able to place her in a home with a family that she was giving staff a hard time. And for me, I was able to overcome this tough space of getting my hands dirty, doing the unthinkable, right, for people when they're in need. And um, through that experience, it gave me hope. It was able to broaden my horizon as a social worker and make me more stronger and more flexible and more open, you know, to working with people in very difficult times. So I was able to overcome that. And now I can go into other disaster relief uh, situations and do the and do the work that's necessary. I mean, that is I mean, and that translates to your work as well. I mean. A lot of what we do in our businesses is about connecting to people and making that connection. And, and you know, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. But at that level, you're creating a bond with another human being that goes beyond just, uh, I mean, that's beyond a personal connection when you have someone whose life you're helping to pull out of a dark time in their life. That's uh, one of those things that can never, never be taken away. And her appreciation is probably... Tremendous, but the the flip side, what I think gets lost in that sometimes, is what ultimately ends up happening to you. How the person who contributes to the healing, how it affects their life, their soul, their existence, because it can change perspective. You know, and like like you had alluded to, you know, it gives you the ability now to know I can go into as difficult of a situation and be able to take from it not only that hey I'm you know I'm I'm helping this person but now I can go into this type of situation again going forward that's pretty amazing absolutely it so, definitely uh, it definitely built me up in character and indeed trust me when I tell you everyone was like Vanessa you went above and beyond I couldn't have done it 
to save my life, but you did it. And um, yeah, it was, it was hard and I wasn't willing to do it, but I did it. So um, it was so a big thing the, to overcome. Mike. The people that are listening to the podcast who are thinking about buying a home and getting into this market and, and getting a house, if they're renters or if they're people that are, you know, maybe looking to sell their house and buy another house, what is the one thing you want those listeners to know about your business? Well, I would like people to know that my services are unmatched. I am the supreme influencer. I'm honest, trustworthy, authentic, down to earth, and able to carry you through even when it's tough. I think that's really, really important. I'm here to work you know, with you every step of the way and to ensure that you get what you deserve. And if you're not happy, I'm not happy and ultimately will work to get you to your happiness as a first time home buyer. Okay, so what is the best way for people to get a hold of you, Vanessa? So um, first and foremost, my phone number is 813-947. 9179 and my website is www.c21drv as in vanessa bey.com so folks if you're listening out there and you're looking for a real estate agent who is going to basically care for you like a family member and have some compassion and really want to get you into the place that you desire and help you find that place Contact Vanessa, Century 21 Beggins, 813-947-9179. Vanessa, thank you for being a good neighbor, and thank you for being on the Good Neighbor Podcast. You have a tremendous afternoon. Thank you, Mike. You as well. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Pasco. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnppasco.com. That's GNP. Pasco.com or call 813-922-3610.